You heard me say it, and I believe it wholeheartedly, that if you lead with identity, everything else will follow. But I've had the experience in my work of coming in contact with individuals who want what follows, but aren't willing to lead with identity. It used to bother me and I could not figure out why they did not want to lead with identity. Then it dawned on me that people think that doing identity work means that you're broken. When in fact, it has nothing to do with brokenness and it's not an attempt to fix you. Identity work is about coming in alignment with who you are and not fixing, but honoring who you are and building a brand that is most authentic to who you are. So if you're ready to leave with identity and become a supernormal superstar, visit YourSupernormal.com right now and let's do the work. Blog Talk Radio. Lift every voice and sing till earth and heaven ring, ring with harmonies of liberty. Let our rejoice sing. Rise high as the listening skies. Let it resound loud as the rolling sea. Sing a song full of the faith that the dark past has taught us. Sing a song full of the hope that the present has brought us. Facing the rising sun. March on till victory is won.
What's up, everybody? Welcome back or welcome to Transformation Radio, where we transform lives through purposeful conversations, regardless of how uncomfortable and unpopular those conversations are. As you see, I did not go through my normal intro on tonight. We are not doing, we did not do the normal intro, and we will not be running any ads. Tonight, we are simply celebrating Juneteenth, all right? So I want to just send a shout out to everybody that's celebrating. I um, would be remiss without going, uh, without saying, I'm sorry, you know, how far we've come as a country. And I know that we are going through a lot of things right now, a lot of transitional moment right now. And there's a lot of hurt, a lot of pain, a lot of anger, a lot of frustrations from multiple sides, multiple different uh, or multiple point of views as well. But I want us all to understand that with Frederick Douglass said it very well, without struggle, there is no progress. So we have to go through some of the struggles that we're going through. Everybody's not going to agree with each other, and you have to stop expecting everybody to see it from the way or from the lens that you see things. Some people will never see it that way. They've already made up their minds. They don't desire to see it that way. What we have to make sure that we do is that we are flexible or fluid in, in our whole ABC framework within ourselves, and we're willing to be open and understanding or open enough to hear somebody else's point of view. I had a conversation with a young man that I went to school with. We played baseball together, and it was around this Juneteenth thing, and it was 45 had made a comment about you know, he made it famous. He made it famous, and the uh, young man had wrote me and said, well, Cliff, I kind of have to agree with him because I didn't know what it was before him. And uh, I like having conversations with him because we always seem to be on different sides as it relates to our perspective of things, but we always listen from a place of understanding and reasoning. And I was talking to him and I was explaining to him, you know, how a comment like that is disrespectful to those who have been in the forefront, forefront fighting for years. And I was explaining to him that, in the day and time that we live now, not knowing what it is or not knowing what anything is, honestly, is a personal choice. And why? Because we live in a generation of the World Wide Web. And one of the things that he said to me, and this really pulled me in, it really gathered me, he said, I don't know what it is. It comes up on my calendar every year, but I still don't know what it is. And the conversation that we end up having was, from a standpoint of not wanting to know, because if we really want to know something, it pops up every year, we look at it, what's the one thing we're going to begin to do if we really want information about it, if we really want, you know, an understanding about it, we're going to begin to research that thing. So, again, I love the strides that we're taking as a country. Some states have begun, uh, or this year, deemed it a holiday and there's, you know, petitions, well, not even petitions. I think it was brought forth uh, to make it a national holiday. So we will continue to fight until, you know, we, we've seen that and continue to fight for other um, matters that are that are very present and personal to us. But I do urge each and every one of us not just to be willing to sit down and have conversations, but make sure after we have those conversations you're ready to take 
action. You are ready to take action. And there are multiple things that we can do. Uh, there's multiple platforms that, that provide information about things that we can do, but my encouragement to everyone is that you get involved. Don't be personally ignorant. And when I'm saying ignorant, I'm talking about having the lack of knowledge of what's going on. Don't be ignorant regarding certain situations that are going on that will affect you and your children and your children's children and all, you know, on down. Let's make sure that we are involved one way or another. Um, I want to talk about a couple of things before I get to the guests. Uh, diversity as well. We've been big on uh, Black Lives Matter, and I'm 100% behind it, y'all. Listen, understand it. I don't believe that as a country we will stand on the principles that have been spoken about our country until we understand that Black Lives Matter. And um, I've had several conversations around that as well, uh, where people feel as if, well, you're saying black lives matter. That's the only lives that matters. No, that's not what we're saying. Uh, we just want you to understand that our lives matters. But I also want to talk to, you know, my black brothers and sisters. And I want us to have an understanding because this is Pride Month as well for the LBGTQ plus community and being a part of that community. My heart goes out to those who are fighting hard for the Black Lives Movement when there are still those that are a part of that movement that honestly don't feel as if our lives are as valued as theirs. So I hope that while we are in this time of protesting and in this time of making moves and in this time of unity and in this time of equality and equity, that we understand that even if someone doesn't look like, walk like, talk like, think like, act like us, believe like us, then they still deserve equality. So to my black brothers and sisters, I encourage us, you know, to band together regardless of whatever differences we have. We are stronger together than we are separated. We are stronger together then we are separated. And if we can ever understand our strength through unity, man, we'd be a force to be reckoned with, all right? And I also want to send a shout-out to all of those that, that aren't black that are standing on the forefront and, and fighting with us. I love all races. I have brothers and sisters from all races, and I appreciate each and every one of them that are standing up because they are able to see the uh, – inequality that's, that's going on. I appreciate each and every one of you that are fighting whatever way it is that you have to fight. Continue to keep the fight going. All right. I got one more thing that I'm going to get to our guests. I know y'all probably are tired of listening to me talk, but you know what? I promise you, if you hold on a little bit longer, it's going to be worth the wait once we get to our guests. Sunday is Father's Day. Sunday is Father's Day. So I want to take time to acknowledge some of the men that took that role in my life. First, I want to honor my my actual father, my birth father, uh, my, well, my biological father. I want to honor him on today. I thank him for his example of hard work and just who he is and, and who he continues to be. I watched him, you know, with my nephew, when my nephew was going to the school that he worked at. I just it's great to have men in our lives. So I appreciate everything that you do. I appreciate you. I honor you on today, and I pray that your Father's Day is as great as you are. 
to my apostle, the the man that I'll say raised me, taught me how to be a man from 19 to around 30. I thank you for everything that you invested inside of me. Uh, I thank you for the times you got me together. I thank you for the times that you just were there for me, not even having to say a word, but just being able to be in your presence and in your space and watch your example. I appreciate that. To my brother, man, to my brother who has endured a lot of things, been through a lot of things, but has raised an awesome young man, I salute you and honor you as well. To my baseball coach, Coach Reed, he was also my elementary computer teacher. I thank you um, for the role that you played as a mentor in my life and for you pushing me and not allowing me to quit when I wanted to quit. I appreciate you from childhood all the way up to adulthood. You were there, and I appreciate that. Uh, To Bishop Marvin Morris, who was the first real male example that I saw, um, you know, who, who mentored me as well, I appreciate you. I appreciate all that you did, you know, unselfishly to Ivan Neal, man, this man made me want to be a teacher. He made me want to be a teacher. You know why? Because before I went to school, he was the one that taught me how to write my name. When I got in school, he was a part of the after-school program. He's the one that taught me at a young age what Juneteenth uh, Juneteenth was. So I appreciate you for every lesson that you taught me, for the example that you set, and just for you being who you are. Y'all, I'm almost done. And now to my two boys, the two young men that I had a uh, part in raising. I'm so proud of the fathers that you have become. I'm proud of the men that you have become. Not perfect. None of us are. But I want each and every one of you, each of you to know that I'm proud of you and that your children are blessed to have you as a father. And my prayer is that you will continue the legacy and that you will continue to be who you were created to be so that you can create an atmosphere for them to be successful in everything that they desire to do. So I'm proud of you guys. If I don't say it enough, I want you to know just how proud I am of each and every one of you. All right? So now, the reason why many of you have tuned in on tonight, I want each and every one of you to help me welcome to the show tonight. He's all the way from Chicago. He's a consultant, an educator, an entrepreneur, and the author of Success, Why Successful People Become Successful and Why Others Don't. Y'all, that's going to be a lot of our conversation on tonight because I have a lot of questions right around that one um, subject. So without further ado, help me welcome, welcome to the show Lamar Blewett. Lamar, how are you today? Hey, what's, hey, what's up, what's up, brother? I'm I'm doing excellent. I'm doing excellent, Chris. Thank Good. You. Awesome, awesome. Like I told yes, you sir. off the air, really appreciate you coming on tonight and your willingness to share with our listening audience. I believe that everybody's going to be blessed from the conversation and their experience with you on tonight. Yes, yeah, I'm definitely, uh, I'm excited. You know, I'm very grateful. Oh. You know, I'm honored, and I appreciate you as well. Cool, cool, cool. For, um, cool having cool. me on the show. All right, so before we get yeah. to 
the uh, questions, guys. I apologize. I got so caught up in celebrating Juneteenth that I forgot to give you guys the call-in number. The lines are open throughout the entire conversation, so you are welcome to call in at any time. The call-in number is 516-387-1756. Again, 516-387-1756. Just a quick reminder, this is a secured environment for everyone. All of us have different belief systems and backgrounds. So when you call in, if it's something that said you disagree with, it's okay for you to disagree, but make sure you do so in a respectful manner, all right? So, okay, here we go. Let's go. I start every conversation with this same question, and that question is, if you could have one superpower, what would that superpower be and why? Okay, so, well, that's that's a um, great question. It sounds it sound like a familiar question someone asked me, and the mm-hmm. uh, first thing that came to mind was, you know, as far as, is is having especially like our like the minorities you know and in specific, but our community, you know, focus you know focus on how to how to create wealth and happiness, you know, and purpose, um, without being you know easily led and um, you know being misled and misguided, mm-hmm. you know, by things. So my superpower is is, is to just keep them with with knowledge. You know, wisdom and stuff like that. Cool. Now, the reason why I ask that question because a lot of people think, "Oh, that's just a uh, icebreaker question," and it is. But I, what I found out also is that everybody that answers that question answers it according to what their passion is and basically what it is that they do. Um, you brought up, brought across a great point. You know, wanting to build people up enough to understand the wealth that's within them so they can stay focused enough, you know, to keep building that momentum to produce purpose. So that's basically, you know, frameworked around what you do. Now, I usually play a word association game, but I'm going to play a different game with you, okay? (laughs) I I went to your book, okay, and on the back of the book, you have, he lives by these thoughts, okay? So what we're going to play is, please explain these thoughts that you live by. So I'm going to name the thought that you listed, and I want you to explain to me how you got to a place where that became a thought that you live by. All right? Cool. Mm -hmm. Yes, let's get it. All right. So the first thought is, Believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. How did you come to that? Believing in yourself. Um, you know, again, I'm growing up in these in these certain environments. You know, and having having these different individuals around you. You know, again, it's it's the people that you surround yourself by and with actually believe in you. You know, didn't really understand what gift and purpose that you have. You know, and and mm-hmm. and sometimes, uh, due to, uh, um, you know, having experience with low self-esteem, you know, stuff like that, you might lose lose this system and this confidence, you know, from within yourself. So I've always I've always I've always talked to myself you know, as far as believing in myself, you know, anything that I I possibly put my mind to, and you know, 
the more that we do that, it builds confidence, you know, and, and just to have that have that gift um, to actually know that there's something, you know, that's greater out there, you know, there's something that's actually good at, um, especially mm-hmm. when you just do it, you know, when you do it. So the most the most important thing is to just believe in yourself, um, you know, have confidence, you know, have faith, you know, stand on these things, um, you know, growing up, you know, dealing with trauma, you know, things like that mm-hmm. as well, mm-hmm. you know, build, build the resilience, you know, so so that, that just strengthens it. And at the end of the day, you know, again, you understand that, that you have that purpose and something that makes you happy, you know, and something that makes you just fuel and want to do it, you know, and you just have no, you have no point but to believe. Awesome. Now, quick question off of that, off of the the concept of believing in oneself. What if I'm just surrounded by a bunch of negativity in my home, in my community, in the school that I go to? It's just negative thoughts, and you know, nobody is able to see beyond the right now. Nobody has a five year plan, a ten year plan. How do I gain that? belief in myself to dream when it seems as if there's no reason to dream around me. Be happy. Happiness. Um, you know, get away. You know, you're not running away. You know, you're not running from your problems or anything. Um, you know, with mm-hmm. those, you know, being around that negativity, um, you know, stuff like that. But you wanna you wanna always remind yourself that you are always standing in your own square. You know, you always stand in my own square. My dad always told me that. My dad always said, you know, stand in your own square, you know. And and what that is is despite you're in a, in a crowd, you know, of negativity, you know, you're a positive person. You know, you, you understand what it is to be kind, you know, being kind to people and, and, and to do all to others, you know, things like that as well as, just, you know, being happy. You know, and being being positive, right. um, you know, isolation, you know, things like that, um, you know, and, and and then pretty much, you know, these people is going to attract to you and start feeling that energy that you give. Right, you know, right. The negative energy that they give. Cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the next thought is have patience. <laughs> How did you come to the realization, (laughs) the need to have patience, and how did you personally develop that characteristic within yourself? Well, well, I'd like to give a shout-out to one of my close friends, you know, as well. Um, You know, I look up to him as a mentor as well. You know, he's a great teacher. Um, You know, Robert Ritchie, you know, he he, the things that he's done, you know, and I've watched him. You know, it, it was all about patience. You know, things with patience, and and he, you know, he always told me, um, you know, to be patient. Uh, don't rush overnight. You know, don't rush things to happen overnight. Things like that, because I, I was real impatient. I was a real impatient person. And the more <laughs> you. that I understand, you know, things, you know, uh, it won't quite uh, come to you, you know, or or it's not going to come out right. You know what, whatever it is that you're doing, you can be creating something. You know, working on some things, but um, yeah, it's not gonna come out right. With patience, you know, causes frustrations, you know, things like that. So, um, 
yes, you know, definitely I understand what it what it was to be patient, but I've never, you know, mm-hmm. had any patience growing up. Um, <laughs> you know, I I, I feel have people around me tell me to be patient, you know, so I had to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, figure that out, and and, and 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 you know, understand, you know, something that I'm working on towards, you know, and something that I'm actually creating takes time, you know, great things right. take time, so I have to, you know, I have to be more patient with things, so. Yeah, definitely be patient, you know, especially when you manifest something, you know. Um, yeah, I, I think that's very important, and I think that, yeah, absolutely. I think that's very important, and I think that that is one of the um, things that we all need to develop and work on within ourselves because I think we all have certain areas where, you know, we lack patience. We want it. We want it right now. We don't want any excuses for it. We just want it right now. So, yeah, I think that is a very important thought to live by. Okay, your next thought Absolutely. is to your next thought is to think big. Think big. Ooh, think big. <laughs> um, one of my uh, favorite uh, authors, uh, Napoleon Hill. You know, I read his book a lot. Uh, Thinking big, you know, thinking well rich, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. I'm sure you're familiar with those books. Um, mm-hmm. When I read thinking the natural thinking mm-hmm. big, you know, it, it something always stood out. You know, something always stood out. The, the type of stuff he wrote about, you know, what he mentioned, as you know, far as thinking big, you know, <laughs> and, and again, you know, that comes with, um, you know, purpose. You know, understanding there's a purpose. You know, and and if you have the purpose to create, you know something, and from within, you, know, you want to think big. You know, you, you want to be big with yourself, confident. Uh, you know, I follow the the great basketball players. You know, the great athletes out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Michael Jordan. You know, Kobe Bryant. You know, those those yes, individuals. Sir. And um, you know, the way they the way they think. You know, LeBron James. You know, just how they carry themselves. Um, you know, far as thinking big and, you know, uh, walk with your head up, you know, instead of having your head down, you know, everything has to be big. So, you know, that's pretty much what made me tap all the way into that. Um, again, the magic of thinking big, you know, when I read that book, you know, he, he mentioned a lot of stuff, a lot of great wisdom, and, you know, things within that. Definitely check that out. Pulling here. Cool. Yeah, awesome. Now, uh, you you mentioned some basketball players. See, this this might actually end the interview right here. Who? Uh, what's your uh, favorite basketball team? What's my favorite basketball team? Yeah, who's your Chicago team? Chicago Bulls. Okay, I can take that. Okay, we won't end the interview then. Okay. Yeah, I can take that. I can take that. <laughs> And I gotta say, oh, you from you from Chicago though. You, this the second, yeah, Chicago. The last, yeah. uh, my last interview was with a Chicago Bull fan as well. And I told him, I said, oh, you a real fan. If you done stuck with them through those transitional times, you definitely a real fan. So I can respect that. I can definitely respect yeah. that. Thank and you. I like how you you um, brought up MJ and Kobe and LeBron because you know they. 
their process of thinking big and, you know, doing things big, even though it may not necessarily be the same method. Well, Kobe and Mike kind of had the same method. But with LeBron, you know, he has a different method behind it. However, the thought process of it is still big. And what I like to teach people is you don't have to think exactly like everybody else. You just got to make sure that the thought process that you develop is big as it relates to your purpose. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so you hit one of you hit one of our trigger words. You hit one of our trigger words and I want to stay right there for a minute. You hit the word purpose. What is your definition of purpose? Ooh. Purpose. The way I define it <laughs> is is understanding what it is that you got. What God gave. Mm-hmm. Um you know, get uh, you know, God gave us all the purpose within. You know, He wants to follow His purpose. Uh, with mm-hmm. you know, far as 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 wealth, you know, health, uh, you know, abundance, prosperity, um, happiness. You know, so it, it's something to achieve and and to move forward. Okay, so what is your purpose? My purpose is to inspire, lead, and create. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool, cool. You know, How did you discover you know, your purpose? Um, experiencing tough times. Um, you know, again, when I when I was when I was younger, you know, I lost my mom at a young age, mm-hmm. and you know, a lot of role models that was close to me, you know, and, and the people that I had in my life, you know, um, you know, I. I you know, once that was taken away from me, you know, I actually didn't feel like that I had a purpose, you know, a, a purpose mm. to live or, you know, to give and things like that, you know, because I lost faith. But again, um, mm-hmm. you know, until I um, I actually understood that the people that was with us, you know, they you know, still with us and, you know, God, you know, himself, um, Oh, it was always light, you know. It, it was it was always light, even in darkness. And, right. You know, I just took that, you know, took that in, and you know, made sure that that I was as far as I'm the chosen one, because because we're all chosen, mm-hmm. and I'm absolutely we're chosen, and we have a purpose. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. So now the next uh, thought that you live by is. And God knows this is my life. Get uncomfortable. Get uncomfortable. <laughs> Why is that important? <laughs> Get uncomfortable. Um, yeah, I was just talking about this like not too long ago, literally. <laughs> um, yeah, mm-hmm. the people, you know, it's, it's so it's so stuck in their comfort zone, you know, and don't yes, want to go out of their comfort zone, you know, and. You know, as far as getting uncomfortable, there's another thing is is, is is actually getting outside of the box. You know, thinking outside mm-hmm. of the box. You know, and 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 you don't want to be the one that's uh, you know average or you know things like that. So you want to be able to move forward and actually go through things. You know, have experiences. You know, with life and things. Um, you know, you have you have to get uncomfortable. 
you know, you have have no choice. Right. Um, and and it's the thing that um that I talk about with a lot of people is as far as like getting uncomfortable with understanding the type of power that you have, <laughs> you know, to the type of, <laughs> the type of uh, <laughs> you know, the, the the critique that you have, you know, for within and mm-hmm. so the ability to create, uh, you know, bring things to life. You know, the invent and stuff like that, and and that takes we getting uncomfortable, cause right. without getting uncomfortable, you know, you, you it's, it's, it's a, it becomes stagnant, you know, um, yes. you know, nothing is getting accomplished, things like that, and it's it's an uncomfortable feeling when you um people actually notice all the stuff that's happening, you know, the things that's starting to happen in your life, you know, the doors starting to open. All the opportunities and everything, and uh, yeah, you know, stuff is working, you know, and <laughs> yeah, right. so it get very uncomfortable. I feel you. you know, but I feel you. Um, you know, it's it's a good thing. The great thing to do is, is, is being uncomfortable. I I totally agree. Now there was a time I didn't agree with that, but <laughs> you know, it's something that I've learned to embrace with my own life, and I've seen it for myself. You know, I've seen the results of being uncomfortable and even how God would blow my mind uh, with those gifts, talents, and abilities that were within me that if I had never been uncomfortable, they still would be inside of me lying dormant. So I totally agree with the concept of getting uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's, oh. that's a major. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it it really positions you for purpose, though it really does. Mm-hmm. So the next one is yeah, go hard or go home. <laughs> go hard, or go home. No half stepping here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, um, back when I was in school, uh, I, I was on the varsity team for track. You know, so I okay. I, I, I was the four hundred meter dash runner. 200 meter okay. dash, and I remember my coach always telling me, you know, go hard or go home. You know, he, he mm-hmm. always said that to me. Um, again, you know, all the sports and, uh, you know, being a competitive person out there, you know, with sports and everything, you know, basketball, whatever, you know, you, you go hard or go home, you know, and. Absolutely. What I meant, what I meant by that was, again, it's, it's it's about the time that you put into your creativity, you know, the things that you create, you know, and uh, you have engagements going, you know, projects, you know, it takes hours. You know, so it's about the time and the hours that you put into it, you know, and, you know, it's, you, you, you want to give it all you got, you know, go hard at it, you know, and, mm-hmm. you know, move all the way. So that's, that's pretty much what I meant as far as go hard or go home. And you know it ain't for the weak. You know it's it's absolutely it's, it's strong. You know everything in life. Right. You know the, the, the stuff that's going on in life. Like um, I, I actually love like what you mentioned in the beginning is, you know we're, we're having a hard time right now, in in this world. You know, but you know I believe in the strongest vibe. You know and, and yes, you know, not yes. ignoring what's really going on. You know, but exactly. You know the type of strength that we have to hold, <laughs> you know, and mm-hmm. and knowing that we're going to get through this, you know, and and just have faith, you know. So, 
Absolutely. Yeah, you know, you got to go big. You, know, you got to be strong. Because, you know, strong survive. Um, Absolutely. And I tell people, sometimes you don't even know how strong you are until you're put in those uncomfortable situations, you know, and you realize that, oh, everything I went through was building muscle memory within me so that I can be able to endure and handle all of these things. And that's why I try. I love seeing the young people uh, during this time because it just shows so much strength all the way back to our ancestors to me. that That's how I look at it. I look at, you know, we, we're pulling on that strength from them as well. And because, of, you know, it's been so much stock over the generations, you know, each generation is able to take on what the responsibility that they need to take on within their personal lives and within the community and globally as well because of, you know, those various things passed down from generation to generation. So, I feel you go hard or mm-hmm. go home. I don't want nobody with me that's not willing to go hard, but I'm willing to go hard myself too. I don't have no expectation from somebody mm-hmm. else that I don't have, you know, from myself. So I feel you there. Yeah. <laughs> now you yeah, said, yeah. think, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. Good. Are you good? Okay. Yeah. The next one you said, think creatively. Think creatively. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. You, you, um, why do we have all all these, you know, these, these um, you know, we have have all these pictures, you know, arts, you know, um, designs and stuff like that. You know, we have all this stuff with an imagination. You know, it all comes from imagination. You know, or mm-hmm. you know, real events. As far as creatively, you know, that's that's telling yourself what it is that you love, or what it is something that people can benefit from, something that'll change their life. You know, and actually make them feel good. Feel. Or create, you know. And the thing is, the thing is, uh, most people actually um, get stuck on, you know, what was actually actually told, you know, for them to do. You know, that's kind of like mm-hmm. washing, um, you know, yes, stuff like that. Yes, but, yes. You know, we understand that, and they want you to just be stagnant. You know, again, get stuck on that one thing, but. Sure, know that you're a creative person, you know, because because we're all creative, you know, in our own way. And mm-hmm. uh, the more you we uh, we get familiar with that, uh, we just understand that, you know, when we see things come to our mind, you know, stuff uh, that we uh, of ourselves, you know, the things we love, and you know what the people love. So, yes, you know, it's about creating, you know, and and um, without without getting too bored or, you know, coming up with a lot of excuses to focus on that right. one. That's what was told to you, you know, in the beginning. Um, you know, we, we have to understand that you're a creative person. You know, whatever it is, you know, if you're creating a, a, a book, you know, a cartoon, you know, a toy, uh, music, anything. You know, um, we create uh, a tool, you know, stuff like that. You know, so, so we have to create because that's what we're that's that's what we're going 
um, years ago, you know, was, mm-hmm. was actually invented that was creating, building, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, so so it's important, you know, to understand. And we are creators. Uh, we must be creative in our own way. Now, you done hit another trigger. You done hit another trigger. We're going to stay right there for a minute. Because you you said something about many people stay stuck in doing what they were told to do or told that that's what they're you're great at this you should do this and people had good good intentions you know I I don't believe that everybody had bad intentions that tried to make people do this and make people do that they had their reasons. But say you've been a person that your whole life you've done the safe thing. You've done the thing that everybody told you you should do. And if you do this, it's going to be successful. But now you just have this burning desire on the inside of you for more. It's like you know there's more, there's more, greater inside of you to be released. How does one transition from being that I've done the safe thing my whole life to begin to tap into the dimensions of creativity that's within them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I I've um have these, you know, things where I call, you know, meditating, you know, and mm-hmm. and actually getting close to the spiritual realm. You know, so yep. you can experience that dimension. And, you know, again, that's that's understanding and actually knowing thyself, right? So that's yes, knowing sir. thyself. Um, yeah, as long as we could get alignment, you know, with the universe and, you know, move accordingly. And, and, and you know, again, this is this is spirituality, you know, because I believe in right. spirituality, you know, spiritual realm, mm-hmm. or it's positive energy, because everything is energy, you know, frequencies and, Absolutely. You know, vibration. So while we continue to move accordingly with that, yeah, you know, it's it's just you know, it's unstoppable. You know, no matter what we you know, did or done in our lives, you know, in the past, stuff like that, you know, um probably made bad mistakes, you know, uh, mm-hmm. failures, everything. At the end of the day, as long as we get aligned with ourselves spiritually or physically and mentally, you know, we we will overcome things and focus on the, you know, the creative things out there in life. Okay, okay. So now we're going to stay right along the lines of creativity, and we're going to talk a little bit about your book, okay? First, okay. I want to know, before we get into the subject of your book, because we were, I want to talk about that. I want to know, um, when did you know that, Part of your purpose was to be an author. Hmm. When I um, when I was a little kid. Uh, I was um, okay. told a story about that. You know, I'm close to my little sister, my sister Alina, Alina Ayana Blewett. You know, that's my right hand. <laughs> so okay, okay. You know, we were always together. When we was younger, um, you know, siblings. We always did creative things and stuff like that. So I used to draw uh, a lot, you know, sketch out things in order to create a comic book, right? So I used to okay. create these little comic books and stuff like that, you know, coloring them and everything, coloring pencils and stuff. Um, 
Yeah, and, and I was using notebook paper. So I'll fold it over one another you know, to make it look like an actual book. <laughs> you know, and uh, if I have any staples or anything, you know, I'll staple it together. So that was something I've always you. created. And I've noticed when I was a kid, you know, in my imagination, things that used to come up in my mind. And I used to, uh, you know, we, we used to pretend like directors, something like that, you know, a little film or, you know, doing these little, you know, a little sketch play. <laughs> you know, it, it was silly. Right, you know, I feel you. But it was fun. You know, it was fun. It, it was, you know, I noticed, you know, I was aware of that. Like, oh, okay. So I believe in, you know, we we understand that the uh, the things that we love and what we're doing, we go way back years when we were a baby child. And yes. that's what we're doing. That's how you know it. You know, we have a purpose. But anyway, as far as that, so you know, um, yeah, I was I was coloring, um, you know, comic books. Um, what's his name? Um, Arthur R.L. Stein. You know, he, he's one of my other artists when it comes to uh, horror. You know, okay. Horror, things like that. Mm-hmm. So he, he created Goosebumps. Yeah. So I take the Goosebumps book and copy that. <laughs> you know, because I found that intriguing. Right. So. I'll, yeah. I'll copy the exact same cover, the same title and everything. And I was doing this at a very young age, and I remember. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's it was like voices, you know, again, you know, what, what we're aligned with. <laughs> and, um, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I knew I was destined to be a, uh, an author. You know, I felt like it was in my bloodline somewhere down there. And yeah. I was just gifted. You know, I followed, I followed the signs and everything. You know, so yeah, I I definitely understood that I was gonna be a writer or you know some type of movie writer or something, you know, funny script writer or something because I've always I've always kept a pen, you know, a pencil, um, you know, a book, something like that. You know, my my uh, my dad and my parents used to tell me when I was a kid, you know, I used to have a book. Like I don't know if I was you know, I was reading it because I was too young. But I used to care yeah, for you. book that I liked, it, you know. So yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, was definitely gifted to uh, become an artist. Very fortunate, uh, you know, grateful for that. Cool. So now let's fast forward um, to the conception of this book. You know that I'm holding here in my hand. Success. Why successful people become successful. And why others don't, okay? What made you write on that specific topic? Before Hello? Speak. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, just come back a little bit. Um, but yeah, for so far as with that book, you know, what made me write that, you know, and just actually think of that, of, of that title, is, you know, it pretty much speaks on what keeps successful people got different from the rest. Mm-hmm. You know, simple mm-hmm. peace and victory all in one. Um, understanding, you know, being tenacious, you know, being a resilient person, you know, things like that. You know, focusing on goals and purpose, uh, our success and happiness. You know, it's um because because you got to be happy first from within, you know, in order to create success. 
um, created it because of that concept. You know, it just kept popping. Okay. What are we here doing? Okay, I think we we lost him. I'm going to see if he calls back in. But basically what he was saying was he created the book because of the importance of the or the characteristics or the processes that successful people develop and why those systems are important to keep in place. And uh, I personally believe in systems. I believe that if we follow systems, we can be successful. Hold on one second. He is calling back right now. Are you enjoying the conversation? Let me know if you're enjoying the conversation. All right. Hello? Yes. Okay, yeah. we got you yeah. back. Okay. Okay. Perfect. So um, you you I, you answered my next question because my next question was going to be, well, why are some people successful and others aren't? But you went through that, and um, I think what you said is so important. You know, I was just talking to the audience when you – when we lost you, I was explaining to them the importance of setting up, you know, systems, you know, systems help you be successful and, and setting up, you know, the things that you do on a daily basis, because what we do right now, what we're doing at this very moment is going to produce a future. And it's important that we take advantage of the now so that we produce the future that's connected to, you know, or more attributed to our future. So, Okay, so now, with the writing of this book, is this a book where you tell, like, your personal journeys with with developing those characteristics, or are you pulling from other people's experiences, or is it a mixture of both? That's a, that's a great question. So it's a mixture of, uh, of actually both. So in the very beginning, okay, you know, I'm actually explaining a little bit about myself and the things that I was able to actually you know, cope through in life, you know, dealing with all this trauma, you know, and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know, and, and understanding, uh, again, being a resilient person, you know, growing up in these environments, communities and stuff, you know, but um, uh, the individual that I knew also, you know, um, you know, and it it just told me that, that we're all in this together, you know, the, the things that we've been through and experienced, others, you know, have had experience as well, but in different you know, scenarios and cases. So, um, yeah, it's definitely a mixture. You know, it's definitely a mixture okay. um, on how, how most people, you know, understand, you know, uh, again, like what it is to believe. You know, that's pretty much what that, you know, also, you know, believing and being happy, you know, uh, you know, being grateful and appreciating the small things in life. Okay, you you have some more trigger words here. You, you hit in... You hit believe, and you hit happy. Let's talk about those two things. Um, believing, and we talked about that a little bit in the beginning about believing in yourself. But what I find is that a lot of people struggle with believing in anything positive. Mm-hmm. Um as a, I perceive you would be a coach and, you know, some type of a, a life coach as well. When you communicate with people that are at that space, 
what are some steps you give them to take? Uh, I know purchasing your book would be one of those steps, but what are some other steps that you give them to get them to build up that belief and the possibility of a more productive future? Yes. It's toning out the nonsense first. Yeah. We want to get rid of the toxicity, the toxic, you know, all the negativity again. And whatever it is that they're doing, you know, they can be playing a sport. You know, again, we use sports. They can play a basketball. They plan it to shoot and make more than um, 10 10 threes. You know, they want to believe in themselves that they can make 10 threes, (laughs) you know, or more than 10 threes, you know, pointers and stuff like that. So I pretty much let them know, like, what it is that they love you know, what it is as as their passion and if they can think back a time when they was you know, young, you know, and what was it that they was doing the most when they made them happy and then they gave them fulfill, you know, fulfilling inside. Um again and, and that's actually getting you know, that's getting grounded, you know, that's getting close to yourself, you know, that's the, as you actually connecting more with yourself, you know, so you can get to know yourself Absolutely. more and understand the things that you love to do and you know the stuff that makes you happy things like that so yeah that's my advice that I give to most people um, mm-hmm. again you know I let them know you know it takes patience you know things will take time for them to find themselves and, and to believe right. to actually learn and understand what believing is really what believing is really about you know because believing you know people can interpret that as many many ways you know and not as not just Believing in in in, in uh, you know product or service or you know uh, stuff like that you know but but believing right. themselves takes a lot but when it comes to knowing yourself right. you know so I make sure people get guided with that you know, understand that more uh, that way it, it'll create peace so you got know, mm. and you will be able to prosper and produce and create so you want to make sure your mind is in order. Cool, cool, cool. Now, even along that lines, you talked a little bit about it, about being happy. Um, I always share a story. I've been a person that kind of wanted everybody else to be happy around me. I did that from, like, childhood up until my 30s. I'm 40 now. But up until my 30s, and I remember when I either turned 30 or 31 realizing, like, yo, I don't even know what makes me happy. And you hit that, you know, mm-hmm. you have to get grounded and, and, and take the time to get to know yourself, basically. Really, really learn who you are, you know, and what makes you happy, what doesn't make you happy, what you like, what you don't like. I honestly did not know a lot of those things. Like, it wasn't a front. I really didn't know because for so long, I was just willing to do whatever it took to accommodate everybody else that. I didn't even know how to accommodate myself. So that's why I said you hit one of those trigger words, and I believe that is very important because I think people think that we can set goals, accomplish those goals, and then that's going to develop that happiness within. And that doesn't always happen because we need Mm -hmm. to search within for that happiness even before then, you know. So, yeah, I I 100% agree with that. Thank you. 
Yeah, I definitely appreciate that because, uh, yeah. yeah, that's something that, you know, I feel like we all should have. We yeah, all should man. feel about that, you know. Yeah. So, and, and to get to the place you know, to understand you deserve it. Because I think some of us don't yeah. feel. I knew it was time and spaces in my life. I didn't feel like I deserved to be happy. You know, and I, some people say, yeah. that's crazy. Mm-hmm. But really, I didn't. I just didn't feel like that was something that was supposed to be the norm in my life because I just got so used to that dysfunction. So, yeah, I feel mm-hmm. you there. Yeah. So, yeah. so now, who is your book written for? Who should read your book? Tell me who should go purchase your book right now. <laughs> um, you know, I I want I want I want individuals, not just the youth. You know, and I want I want all all individuals. Yeah. You know, especially those that that don't know what it is to believe. You know, don't know what it is to create. And and to actually understand the things that they can manifest in their lives, you know, manifest things to you, you know, those people that is kind of lost, you know, but still know, but need something else, you know, mm-hmm. need an extra push, you know, extra guidance, um, you know, inspiration and things like that. You know, I want to build a uh, a massive impact for those, especially with this book, is to let them know that I, if I can do it, you can do it. Right. That's what's up. But again, you know, it comes back down to purpose, you know, happiness, you know, what do you define success as? You know, it's not always just about, you know, money, you know, materialistic things. You know, it's bigger than that. You know, so so those people that still want to find that path, you know, still want to find that right path you know, to success and what it is to get it, you know, how, how to actually, you know, be as as these high performance people are out there so to do all the things that they do. Well, those are individuals that, you know, I that book this for. But this is anybody, you know, any, anybody can read it. Cool. Um, doctors, you know, teachers, um, but most importantly, you know, those that is, you know, feel stuck, you know, and, and just don't know that they need the extra guidance and push and support. Again, so Cool. Okay. Okay. You hit another trigger because you were talking about success. And I think that that is uh, so important what you said about defining success, because I believe as many of us can learn to, to to define success personally, as it relates to us, we would see us ourselves more successful than we do. I think a lot of people don't see themselves successful because they're they're worrying about it not looking like the next person or the person they saw on Instagram or the person they see on Facebook or on TV or down the street. They really haven't come up with their own personal definition of what success means to them. Right, exactly. So... Yeah, yeah. I, I really believe that, man. I think, and I think that's very important that we get to that place. So we've talked yeah. ourselves off the air. I don't know if you realize the show has ended. However, we, as I said, we are still recording. Um, I do want to go through these last. I think it's one, two, three, four, five. I'm not gonna hold you real long, but I do want to hit these mm-hmm. last five uh, thoughts that you live by. 
and then do the last three questions, and then I'll let you go. If that's cool with you. Oh yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, I'm down, brother. I'm, okay. I'm excited. Cool, cool. Okay. The next one is think positively. Think positively. Mhm. Mm. Think positively. You know, um, you know, just you want to have have that good energy. You know, you want to have good vibes. You know, the people mm-hmm. to attract. You know, and in order to attract people, so it's it's, it's actually based off great energy. You know, and and right. the way you actually put yourself out there to people. Um, you know, that's having a positive conscious, being a conscious person, so, um, and avoiding all negativity again. Because, you know, uh, what negative does to you is not healthy for the body, first of all. You know, it, 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 right. It, it, will, it will make you, you know, it, it would actually make you kind of, you know, lose your mind and stuff like that, you know, whatnot. You know, having mm-hmm. illusion in what's real and what's happening, and it's not really happening, you know, because like, you're just based off of the stuff on that negative. You know, um, subject or topic. Right, I agree. Positive, positive person is light. You know, <laughs> to be light, you bring in the light to people. You know, people that's down, and they see you to a point. They have no point to observe your positive energy and become light. <laughs> right, I feel you. You know, uh, and positive energy is pro. To be honest with you. I don't look at people's bios before I invite them on the show. You see, I don't read bios on the show. I do post them on our site, but I don't read them on the show. And the reason why is because I want our listening audience introduced to individuals organically from the conversation. And with me, the number one thing for me to invite people on the show, if you're listening and you're like, well, how can I get on the show? It is positive energy. If I'm messaging you on social media or having a conversation with you on the phone or watching a video of yours, you don't even have to be the most articulate person. I'm not the most articulate person at times, so I understand that. But it's something about the energy that I can feel and that you give off that's just like, I don't know, it just takes me to another level. And if I leave a conversation, because I like to classify myself as a conversationalist, and when I get with other conversationalists, which the ones I invite on the show, you guys I invite on the show, when I leave your presence, I shouldn't feel drained. I shouldn't feel tired. I shouldn't feel less inspired. Like, I ought to be even more hyper to add to my already hyperness and, you know, it, it ought to help push me even farther. So that's why I always look for those positive vibes. Like, nobody has been on this show without those positive vibes because that's just how I am. I, I've had I've experienced enough negativity in my life, and I've been negative enough at times as it relates to myself. I don't need anybody else to add to that, you know, so... Well, I feel you with that. That is so so important, and so much can be created through that. So, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. All right. So the next one is be a leader. Be a leader, and why is that important? Yeah. So, the leader is the one who who wants you to actually. You know, the one that wants you to 
be able to go out there and create and produce. You know, go out there and, and teach others, you know, to do the same. You know, if you want to do wrong mm-hmm. to others as well as others do wrong to you. And, you know, being a leader, someone that, you know, has had experienced trials and tribulations, error, things like that, you know, failures and mistakes, and they were able to overcome that, you know, and being strong. You know, being a leader is being strong also. And um, mm-hmm. I wanted to lead by example, a lead by example, you know, teaching individuals, you know, again, you know, creating, you know, ways that other people can actually benefit from it as well, you know, for their family, you know, stuff like that. But that's what a real, uh, that's what a leader is really about, you know, is, is letting people understand how much, how much gifting and art that they have in them, you know, how how much talent. You know, skills and everything that they have in them, or uh, just to go out there and create and, and produce, you know, then then consume. Um, you know, I feel like, you know, if, if you know, if you're not a leader, you know, then your objective is, to, you know, take take take, you know, and mm-hmm. then that's it. You know, you you're not talking to these people, you know, you're not you're not you know engaging with them on a on a spiritual consciousness level, you know, yeah. that, that real love, passion, you know, and, and care and self-care and stuff like that and understanding, you know, so that's what a leader is really about. You know, it's like on the military, my, my dad, he was a Navy, Navy SEAL, you know, he's a leader okay. and, you know, no matter where he's at in his life, he always want me to do more and be better than him. And you know that that's him. the key. I know you heard it. They tell you yes. that's like that's like his son. You're the king, you know. So if your father, yes. you know, the alpha male, tell you that that's that's deep. That is what a leader is about. Right, right. So, do you believe leaders are born, or are leaders developed, or is it a mixture of both? Um, but leaders can be born. Um, you know, again, mm-hmm. I believe in years back, you know, from our genetics, history, ancestors, you know, the way things mm-hmm. are, like they can be born just not being a leader. Um, also, divided, you know, is is the the narcissistic ways, you know, the egotistic ways, you know, things like that. You know, this this big headed, you know, um, to a point where it's just you got you. I got mine. You get yours. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um, pretty much, we'll divide. We'll divide everything. You know, on that half. Um, but it it can also be a mixture. And when I say a mixture of both, is because you know, leaders is someone out there again that wants you to be great. You know, is always continue to be great and do great things the best you can without feeling like you're, you know, competing with someone all the time. Right. You're supposed to compete with yourself, you know, so that's why it can be, you know, mixed in. Because you have those that, you know, think that way and those that don't. Um, you know, so it's, it's like a boss to me, you know, when someone calls himself a, a boss. You know, I feel like mm-hmm. that's more of a narcissist thing. But mm-hmm. I get it. I definitely understand why, you know. Or you can be a leader and a boss. Much the same thing. Mm-hmm. So you get a picture. 
that makes um, sense as well. So makes sense. That makes sense. The next one is plan goals and think ahead. Plan goals and think ahead. Why are those two things mm-hmm. important? <laughs> um, yeah, uh, you know, again, I, I like to thank all the mentors and role models, teachers, and everyone you know, that was around me. You know, uh, you know, just always telling me to plan ahead, think, plan goals. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, as a writer. As well, I keep I keep a planner with me. I keep notebooks, you know, things like that. Uh, that way, you know, something comes to my mind, or I know I'm, you know, thinking about something. So uh, I'm planning something. I write that down. So you want to write things down, you know, plan them out. You know, so you want to get them down on paper. That so that's why I believe I've been a planner and planning ahead is as well. Um, on top of that, you know the the stuff that you want to do, like the tasks, you know, your routines, whatever it is, you, know, you have a job, but not a job, you have a business, you know, um, you want to plan all the time or you're just planning to fail. Not planning, you're planning to fail. Yes, sir. I agree. Then you said, <laughs> you know, widening, um, widening, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was gonna say one last thing. No, um, you good. This, this old gentleman. Yeah. This this old this old man. He told me, um, yeah, yeah, man, you you wanna you wanna plan it. You wanna be the one that's planning ahead all the time. You know, you wanna use certain strategies, the art of war, things like that. That was deep. That yeah. Was deep. I, I was, uh, yeah, I was a teenager. I really didn't know what he was talking about, but I kind of knew what he was talking about. Thought I knew it had a feeling, but yeah, it was deep. Yeah, that was, yeah, that's, that's odd. I got to write everything down that you know, I, that I wanted to take care of and things like that. <laughs> right, I feel you. you got to But I told I tell people it's very important to be forward thinkers, and I think that the the time that we're in right now in our world shows just how mm-hmm. important it is, because I believe it's it's those who have planned and written things out and been silent about things to have the solutions that we're searching mm-hmm. for right now. You know, it's the authors, it's the speakers, it's the life coaches that are out there and the other creatives as well that have the solution because they wrote it five, six years ago. And sometimes we just have to go yeah. back and pull that thing forward to realize that now it's time. It's the left one matrix from within you to come to the other matrix on paper now it's time to put that thing in action. So that's why I always think it is important to be a forward thinker. That is so true. Now you said, widen our perspective. Widen our perspective. Mm-hmm. Widen our perspective. Um, like, what is your why? And, you know, yeah. my, my why is my family. You know, my family mm-hmm. and, you know, um, you know, knowing that Someone is out there depending on you. Even if yeah. you don't help them or you can't help them or you can't support them, no, someone is there. There is always something or someone that is depending on you. Um, so you got to have a, a certain perspective for things. You know, um, when we use uh, as far as a writer, you know, why why are you writing? You know, why are you writing this book? You know, what what do you want to 
write about in this book. Who are you? Who who's the audience? And mm-hmm. just understanding that perspective, you knowing it's bigger than just you. Yes. Than just you. you know, you yes. got family out there. You know, you got fans. You got people. You got supporters. Whatever you know is bigger than you. Um, that is a huge perspective. You know, and uh, and knowing that mm-hmm. it's real. This ain't this ain't this ain't a joke. <laughs> you know, it's not a game. Right, I feel you. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah that's a lot. Yeah, okay. Now, huge. Yeah, I don't. I agree. Now, the last one you said is the one that uh, many of us definitely don't like. Well, there's a couple on here that you know we don't like, but I've realized that they work in my favor if I embrace them. Mm-hmm. This last one is one of them too. Make sacrifices. What are some sacrifices that you've had to make in order to experience the success that you're experiencing now as well as the success that you want to continue to build on? Being able to escape and get out of a certain environment. Um, mm-hmm. you know, being being able to get uncomfortable again, you know, understanding growth. Right. And, you know, getting out of your comfort zone and from the people that was there, you know, that wasn't actually adding value. Of bringing value to your life, things like that. You know, so, so, and like just to isolate from that, you know, and you know, again, family, you know, have, having uh, two sisters, you know, when people stay on me, you know, um, you know, my, my young sister, you know, we always close. But, and again, you know, when we lost our mom, I had to take care of my family, sacrifice, be there for them, you know, things like that. Um, they depended on me, um, so they they believed in me, you know, somewhat, because they knew that I had some type of creativity, you know, that I was chosen for something. So I understand and sacrifice something that I had to always understand and embrace. So you know, with life, you know, um, you know, again, struggle, you know, coming coming from Chicago, you know, um, going through a lot of stuff, you know, as far as financially and everything like that. You know, so, mm-hmm. so the sacrifices were always was always there. You know, um was always made, you know, how 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 was we gonna eat? So um things like that. Yeah, you know, sacrifices for that. You know, um make sure you got somewhere to lay and sleep. Sacrifice for that. You know, you got a cousin or auntie that or relative that you really don't want to be bothered with or you don't want to Go over there and bother them in a space. That's got to sacrifice. Go over there and lay on their couch. <laughs> you know, right? So I'm and, and then you know, come back down. Uh, what we're sacrificing for again, understanding, you know, that there's you know, more, you know, more to life. You know, there's more to life. You know, you have something from within, and, and just create it. You know, create it. You know, do it, make it happen. Uh, you know, love it. You know, have happiness while doing it. You know, just keep your mind right because that's hard. You know, it's hard to do that and make sacrifices. Yeah. A lot of people, you know, working on that, you know, and slowly trying to find that and actually understand what that is. You know, got to keep going no matter what. You can be crying and sweating and bleeding and 
Uh, is coming down your face and you want to stop, you want to give up, you're exhausted, you're not breathing properly. Um, yeah, sacrifice is real. Um, I, I'm, I've decided to write another novel and another novel. I have to sacrifice for that. I gotta, I gotta give up something that I usually love to do. You know these things. Uh, right. I want to. I, I have a favorite movie I want to watch. I gotta sacrifice for that. You know, and, and create time, and understand that I gotta take the time. But you know, tune out that movie, you know, not go out to the you know, night dinner, stuff like that, or whatever. And that's the time to write. Spend hours of writing, you know. And you might sacrifice two nights of sleep, or two hours of sleep, you know, things like right. that. You want to be able to understand that what it is you're doing and what's going on. I'm glad you hit the, um, in this sacrifice section, you hit some real life things because one of the things I always want individuals to understand that listen to the show, our listening audience to understand is that success is possible for you. You have purpose within you. As long as you can breathe in and breathe out, there is yet purpose inside of you. But I am not ignorant to the understanding that Sometimes the cares of life can hit us so heavy that we don't really see that there's purpose there. So I love when people come uh, come on the show and are willing to talk about, you know, some of the struggles they went through. And, you know, some still going through, have went through, maybe will go through, and how they're working through it, have worked through it, will work through it, because uh, people need to see that side of it. Sometimes I think that, um, and that's another reason why I don't read bios too, because sometimes I feel like bios can be intimidating. Like I read mine sometimes, and I'm like, "Dang, that's you! <laughs> like you, that was you! <laughs> like hold up, I was with you while all that." Okay, yeah. if you say if you say so, Cliff. But but I know it can be intimidating, and sometimes people need to know the rawness of, you know, the story, so that they can see. Yo, it is you too. It's inside of you as well. You know, it's just waiting for you to let it out and let it, you know, become even more real and uh, present. So I'm I'm glad that you hit those things even throughout the conversation so that our audience can see, you know, that even though you've written a book and even though you're doing these great things, that everyday struggles are not absent. You're not absent of those things. So it makes you know, like more tangible to them. Exactly. Oh my God, that's powerful. Yeah, that's. Yeah, man. You know, it, it, it's it's a lot. You know, it, it's. Yeah. It's very, it's, it's very very, um, you know, it's very um, obvious. You know, it's an opening of how much you know, in life that we have to make sacrifices, even if we think we're not. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely understand that. Yes, sir. Okay, so here what we're going to do, I'm going to do the last three questions. I'm going to ask you the first two questions, then after that second question, then I'm going to let you give everybody your social media handles, your website, where they can order your book at, any services that you offer, whatever, everything that you have going on, I want you to be able to 
you know, get all of that out to them after the second question. Then I ask you that last question that I end every interview on, and, you know, then we go from there. Okay. So the first question is, over this hour, so you've given us, us a lot of information, you've given us revelation, wisdom, knowledge, you're dropping it on us, right? If everybody or if one, yeah, everybody forget everything that you said. They forget everything that you said over this hour. What is one thing that you would want us all to take away from this conversation? Have my confidence, being happy, understanding that, you know, things going to be all right. It's going to get better as long as you're still living, you know, you're still breathing and, you know, able to see things and, you know, you know, be in existence, um, Believing, believing, create, creating, creating. You know, um, you know, we're all creators. That's something. You know, it's believing, purpose. You know, and and understanding that we're all creators. That's it. That's it. Nothing okay, else. Cool. That's it. Cool. Cool. Okay. And the second question is, here on the show, you know, the show is called Transformation Radio, so we like to honor people that we call transforming transformers. And transforming transformers can be mentors, pastors, leaders, teachers, those that have been our push family members in the background that has pushed us to be the best version of ourselves. They have submitted their life to their personal transformation, and now they're a part of your transformation. Is there anybody, one, two, three, four, I can give you up to four uh, individuals that you would like to acknowledge? You've been doing it throughout the show. I noticed that, like, you you always are giving honor. That is a great – let me tell you something. Young people, if you are listening, always honor those that have blazed trails and those that have taken time with us to help us be who we are. They make sure we look good on stage. They make sure we look good on paper. They make sure we look good on social media. Always honor, never lose the ability to honor those that came before us. So is there anybody else that you would like to recognize tonight? First and foremost, you know, I like to thank my father, you know, for me to be strong. I like that. I want to be here with his kids yes, and his children, you know, no matter what, you know, especially losing someone that was close to him, you know, to be able to deal yeah. with that. Um, first and foremost, you know, my, uh, again, my close friend, you know, my, my mentor, you know, we uh, <laughs> we create magic together, you know, um, my boy so, Robert so. Ritchie, you know, um, you know, my, my friend, my close friend and everything, you know, fun. Uh, we go way back and everything like that. So I'm, you know, and you know, just keep, keep being enlightened, you know, keep enlightening people and inspiring me. Um, you know, again, my, my mentor helped me actually publish, you know, get things, uh, get things published and everything like that. Um, Quintana Smith, I appreciate you a lot. Um, don't stop, you know, don't get discouraged. Keep going and always understand that that you are a creator, you know, and, and gifted, you know, to actually help people and 
and and let people understand that they are creative as well. Be able to publish or produce all all that good stuff in life. So I definitely want to give her a, um, a highly appreciation as well. Cool. Uh, always be you know he be on my case. Now, I I I I'm there for it. I I'm have to shout him out. Zach Field always pushing me. You know, just just keep going. You know, with that your new endeavors that you're always doing, you know, stuff like that. You know, keep helping people. Um, yeah, definitely want to give my my shout out him as well. But um, yeah, it's really, um, you know, all all my supporters really support me since day yeah. one. I love you guys. You know, and I love you all. Um, they just reach out and like talk to like questions. You know, you ain't got no one else to talk to. Hit me up, social media, whatever. Talk to me, ask me a question, say hi. <laughs> you know, you know, let's let's talk about collaboration, stuff like that. Um, I just want to say thank you, you know, again to everyone. You know, a lot of people that I have not mentioned that's in my life, bro, my family, my close close family members, stuff. I love you. Know, I'm always there. So let's, let's let's get it. That's what's up. So now I want to give you an opportunity to tell everybody how they can connect with you on social media. Like I said, how they can purchase your book, any service, other services you may have, all of those great things. Tell people how they can connect with you. Yeah. First and foremost, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll like Well, Lamore Floyd. That's Lamore Floyd. L A M O U R. So that's my Facebook. Um, also, I'm on Instagram as well at Building Wealth Society. That's Building Wealth Society. If you have a hard time looking that up, you can also uh, type in my name, Lamore Floyd. Search me on there as well. You got a LinkedIn. Tune in with me on LinkedIn. Lamore Floyd. I'm on TikTok. You know, let's get it. You know, I'm on all platforms. But definitely, let's get it on. I'll, I'll, I'll like to give my email address as well. You can always send me an email at lamorebluitt at gmail.com. That's lamorebluitt at gmail.com, all lowercase. Okay, cool. Okay, now here's the question I ask everybody to end the conversation. And that question is, Lamor, who is God to you? God is the sorcerer, the high power, the most high, the most conscious, the spiritual being that is within us. You know, therefore, we are all God, you know, by by God himself, but powerful. You know that's 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 our mighty father, and um, you know, he's the one that's that's always making sure that we keep moving forward you know, through all these trials and errors, tribulations. Um, you know, God is king. You know, and um, you know, God is great. You know, he's, he's 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 a great guy. He's been doing great by me, my family, the people that's close to me. So um, yeah, God, all praise the Most High. I feel you. See, I like to end every conversation with that question, and here's why. 
I believe that we could live for years and still not understand the greatness of who God is. However, when we have conversations with each other, we are experiencing God in a dimension that we've never experienced him before. I always ask everybody who is God to them because your interpretation of who God is opens me up even more to who God, the possibility of who God could be to me. So that's why I always love to ask everybody, who is God to you? Because now I can see him in another dimension. Now I can see him beyond, you know, my personal perspective and my personal experiences. So that's why I always love to end every conversation with that very question. So, Listen, man, I want to thank you for joining us on tonight. We truly enjoyed the conversation. Thank you for your willingness to communicate with our listening audience so freely. I can't express that because a lot of people come, uh, are going to interviews with guards up, you know, and sometimes they talk over people, they talk under people. But I appreciate my guests because it's always a conversation where we are talking to each other. So thank you so much. Listening audience, thank you for being who you are. If it was not for you, there would be no purpose to the show. So I appreciate you. I appreciate your consistency. I appreciate your faithfulness. I appreciate your support. Make sure you connect with me on social media. But just type it in my name, Clifton Petty John. You can look me up on all platforms to find out when our next show is. Because, guys, we do have one more show this month. I believe it is. Go to my website. You go to my website, you'll see the schedule. That's www.cliftonpettyjohn.com. All right. There's, there's a tab for Transformation Radio. Click on it as well. Make sure you subscribe to my podcast, too. I got some. Nice things coming on the podcast. Make sure you as well connect with Lamore. Connect with him. Purchase the book, guys. Purchase the book. I can't emphasize it enough. I tell you, everybody that comes on, let's support them in whatever way that we can. As I always say, create a great day, walk with purpose, and by all means, execute your vision. Peace. So I know you've heard me talk a lot about working with people in entertainment, and perhaps you don't necessarily work in entertainment. And if you do, you may not need a full overhaul at the moment. However, you may be facing a challenge or working on a project that you could use objective perspective or expertise on. Um, this is why I offer consulting. Here are the areas I can help you in. Branding, marketing, creative strategy, spiritual development, identity strategy, style and image, content strategy, entrepreneurship. I would love to work with you to navigate your challenge or to enhance your project. If you want to book a one-time session or inquire about a short-term consulting relationship, you can do both by visiting YourSupernormal.com. Let's get it.